You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. This episode is brought to you by my brand new five-day Love Your Cycle mini course, a simplified self-paced course to teach you the foundations and fundamentals of your menstrual cycle in under a week. Receive daily educational class videos and audios along with action steps, a cycle tracking guide, cycle prompts, and my Love Your Cycle 50-page ebook. This is your chance to discover everything you wish they had have taught you at school about your cycle, how to eat, how to move, honoring your emotions, and identifying PMS and cycle signs before they arise. It's now your turn to join over 300 women from around the world who have already taken this course to reclaiming and reconnecting with their bodies. And you can do this too in under a week and for less than a fancy vegan burger. To learn more, visit wellsome.com forward slash shop. Now, to say thank you for being an amazing listener of the Well Women podcast, I have a discount code for you. Use Cycle Love at the checkout to save 20% off. This is episode 94. You've just got me today. I'm very excited about this because we're chatting in this episode about seed cycling, seed cycling for hormone health. Now, if you've been kind of exploring menstrual cycle awareness and kind of going, oh, how, what can I do to help with my menstrual cycle? I'm sure somewhere along the line you've come across seed cycling or you've heard about it. There's generally two types of women. There's women who have heard about it and are like, oh, I don't know, it sounds like a lot of work. And then there's women who are like, yep, seed cycling, doing it every day. It just aligns to me. It makes me feel great. So in this episode, I thought I would take this opportunity for a solo one to kind of share with you a little bit more about seed cycling, about how it can support your overall cycle health along with your health in general. And if you do want to start seed cycling, what you need to know before you start and then also what you need to get started. Does that sound good? Does that sound good? All right, let's get into it. Seed cycling has been around for a number of decades, if not centuries, actually. I know when I studied ancestral health, we talked a lot about the benefits of seeds along with nuts and dried fruits. But when it comes to seeds specifically and the four types of seeds that we use in seed seed cycling, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds and sesame seeds, Seeds have an amazing power in the body on a nutritional basis around how they can impact your overall reproductive system, your endocrine system, but also with digestion and many other aspects of your health too. So it's no wonder that seeds and nuts used to be floraged and, you know, we used to harvest them and pick them up and they were things that you ate in a small quantity. Today, though, you can just grab a whole handful of pumpkin seeds, shove them in your mouth and chew on them as a snack, right? Hello, trail mixes. But when it comes to seed cycling for your hormone health, it's a little bit different. And this process around seed cycling has been used and documented as use for well over 40 years. Personally, I like to think from ancestral health basis and everything that I've learned through that, that it's been around for centuries, like I was saying. But particularly over the last five years, seed cycling has become a little bit of a buzz. There's also companies out there now which pre-package the certain seeds for different halves of your cycles. 
and you can just grind them up and use them and take them and add them to your smoothie or put them on your smoothie bowl or put them in your salad. Now, yes, that is wonderful to know and fantastic. Is seed cycling really beneficial? Because if you're going to do something for your health and you've got a health challenge that you're wanting to balance out and have more ease with, naturally you're going to want to do anything you possibly can to help bring it back into balance. Am I right? I know if it was me, I would definitely be doing everything possible. But is seed cycling going to benefit you? So I just want to start out by saying before we get into the nitty gritty of seed cycling, that seed cycling is not going to fix your hormone challenges. Let me just put that out there and be totally honest and upfront with you. While seed cycling can support hormone balance and it can support hormone imbalances and challenges, it's not going to be the only thing that fixes it. Let's just be honest on that. There are a number of things that you can do for your overall cycle health that contribute to balanced hormones. So I'll just give you a couple of really brief examples. And I feel like now that this is 94 episode of the podcast, we've definitely talked a lot about these in the previous 93 episodes. But things like sleep, super important. Staying hydrated, having good nutritious food, eating close to nature, those fruits and vegetables and lean meats and healthy food sources. Also making sure you're moving your body, connecting with your entire body in a sense of detoxification, helping your skin detoxify, your liver detoxify, even your digestive system, help that detoxify. So there's different ways you can support your overall cycle health and seed cycling is just one of many. So whilst it's not going to be the only thing that fixes your hormones, it can contribute to hormone balance along with many other things in your cycle. Now, seed cycling, in fact, is super easy. I think we can just make it sound complicated in our head, but it's actually super easy. I've seed cycled for a number of cycles, well, I used to, and then I kind of was like, ah, do I want to keep doing this? And I was already consuming the nuts and seeds in my, or the seeds, I should say, even though I do eat nuts too, in my daily life. And so I just found other ways that I can actually activate and use these different seeds in my daily food. So the core four seeds that are used in seed cycling are flax seeds. Flax seeds are also known as linseeds. So (laughs) this used to confuse me all the time when I worked in nutritional manufacturing. We'd get, we'd order in like half a ton of linseeds. And I'm like, no, 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 but we ordered flax seeds. (laughs) Technically, they're exactly the same thing. Then we also have pumpkin seeds. These are the two seeds that are used in the first half of your cycle. I'll explain more on this in a moment. Then we have sunflower seeds and sesame seeds. Now, before we delve into it, When can you start seed cycling? Hmm, good question, Gemma. Anytime. You can start seed cycling anytime as long as you know where you are in your cycle, aka you track your cycle. Now, if you are tracking your cycle with an app, I'm just going to pull you up on that and say, look, I'm proud of you. Really proud of you, in fact, that you are connecting with your cycle in that way. Let's up it a notch and start tracking your cycle with a written tracker. It's so much more beneficial long term and it will teach you so much extra about your cycle that using an app won't, including if you have natural conception or natural fertility preferences to either fall pregnant or not fall pregnant, you want to be using a written tracker. An app is not going to pinpoint your ovulation window or even the halfway mark because the app does not know if you're going to have a longer or shorter cycle. Okay, Gemma, before you go on a rampage, let's just tone it back up there. When can you start seed cycling? Any time. Now, seed cycling if we look at it at an ancestral health way, can be seen as food as medicine. 
What is food as medicine? That's where you're using food and the nutrients in food or the elements of food to actually support your body medicinally. Now, medicinally, the word gets thrown around a lot today, taking medicinals. I'm just saying, for example, papayas are fantastic for breast health. Did you know that? Carrots are great for eye health. Seeds are fantastic for so many different things in your body. And one thing I always learnt with seeds when I was studying ancestral health is that seeds in general, anything that has a seed helps you with your seeds. What does that mean, Gemma? You have a seed as a woman, it's an egg. As a male, it's sperm. These are your seeds. And eating seeded foods, whether it's a mango, a nectarine, or even a pumpkin seed, these in some way, shape, or form can contribute to the health of your own seeds. How cool is that? So, Everything in ancestral health is really simple in the fact that keep it simple, stupid. I'm sure you've heard that saying before. With health, I like to keep it super simple too, especially with your menstrual cycle. So yes, seed cycling can be seen as food as medicine. In fact, all food can be seen as medicine if you use it and purchase it, aka good quality sources effectively and use it in a, in a beneficial way. Now, the science behind seed cycling. And yes, I am going to get to how to seed cycle and what it does for your body, but just giving you a bit of background first. To be honest, there's actually not a lot of science around seed cycling. You probably won't find any scientific papers if you're looking for like the scientific proof that seed cycling is beneficial for your cycle. You're just probably not going to find it. And the reason why that is, is that scientific groups to put research papers together generally need a kickback. They need some kind of investment or in business world would call it an ROI, a return of your investment. To be honest, scientific groups are generally not going to find that. And that's why I like to say that with seed cycling, all you can do is simply try it for yourself for three cycles, say. Don't change anything else, but just do the seed cycling and see if that changes anything for you. See if you notice anything. Of course, it does mean that you need to seed cycle on a daily basis to get the best results. And also make sure you're doing it in the right quantities. So let's talk about seed cycling now. Yay, lots of fun. Seed cycling has two halves. Now, on the internet, if you were to Google, as we do, Dr. Google, Mr. and Mrs. Google, seed cycling, you'll find that it'll say from days 1 to 14, do this, and days 15 to 28, do this. But what about women who have a longer or shorter cycle? When do you stop the seeds at the first half and then begin the second half? This is where it's really important to know your own cycle, to know your own cycle length. Also, ovulation time too is really important. If you're really wanting to use seed cycling as an ovulation um, supporter, is that you want to be able to pinpoint your ovulation and you can do this with a number of different natural fertility methods. One of which you could choose would be the mucus method, which is one of my favorite methods, to be honest. But you would in the first half, this is known as the follicular phase of your cycle, from the first day of your period, so the first bleeding day, you would consume flax seeds and pumpkin seeds. Now, ideally, you want to have these raw and ground. So one to two tablespoons. So I'm not talking handfuls here or heaped dessert spoons. I'm talking one to two tablespoons of flax seeds and pumpkin seeds all ground down. You want to do this for the first half of your cycle or until you get to ovulation. Then the second half of seed cycling is known as the luteal phase, so post-ovulation. 
this phase of your cycle runs until your next bleed. So if you do have a 28-day cycle, it might be days 1 to 14 and then days 15 to 28 for the next lot of seeds. Now, the second lot of seeds that we take for the luteal phase are sunflower seeds and sesame seeds. Now, something I just I'm just going to cut in there before I forget this point. But something I love to do is actually ground down sunflower and sesame seeds and make a bit of a paste. Because after all, tahini is a, is a ground sesame seed. So you can actually grind and ground down your own sunflower and sesame seeds into a paste and use that on a cracker or use it with, you know, on a bit of a carrot stick or something, something I love to do. Now, you also consume these sunflower and sesame seeds in the luteal phase with just one to two tablespoons. <laughs> now, if you're anything like me and like a handful of almonds, I'm telling you, just one to two tablespoons is more than enough for this particular purpose of seed cycling. So that's how our two phases of our cycle work with seed cycling, knowing that we have four phases all together. The first two phases of our cycle, inner winter and inner spring, which is menstruation in the follicular phase, is all about the first two seeds, flax seeds and pumpkin seeds. The second half, which is post-ovulation ovulation, and then our luteal phase, which is autumn, is all about the sunflower and the sesame seeds. So when we're looking at the first half of our cycle seeds, which are the pumpkin seeds and the flax seeds, how are they beneficial for our health? So pumpkin seeds are really rich in zinc. And zinc actually supports our testosterone levels. Now, when we're looking at the, at the pumpkin seeds, pumpkin seeds also have natural digestive enzymes in them and they're super high in protein too, which is also supportive for your follicular phase. Then our flax seeds, remember, also known as linseeds, can help with excess estrogen and estrogen dominance. Flax seeds are actually really well known for supporting menopause, but also supporting in contributing to a longer luteal phase. Now, for a woman who's experiencing maybe shorter luteal phases, extending your luteal phase, even though it's the most challenging phase of your cycle for some women, is really important for fertility. If you're planning on fertility, if you have a shorter luteal phase, that can impact your fertility chances. Now, with our flax seeds, they also support and help protect a lot of our estrogen. So if you're experiencing higher signs of estrogen, things like acne, um, very, very tender and sore boobs, potentially even um, some weight gain or excess weight, looking at your estrogen balance is really important. And if you've never done this before or you've been a little while since you have done it, I'd recommend going and getting your bloods tested and looking at your hormonal balance in your body. It's always a fantastic thing to do as a woman to know what hormone level and balance you have inside your body. Now, next up, the second half of our cycle is the luteal phase. This is where we have sesame seeds and sunflower seeds. Now, both sesame seeds are also really rich in lignans. Now, lignans you also find in flax seeds, but specifically sunflower and sesame seeds also have great fatty acids, our essential fatty acids. These also help balance out our luteal phase, so our inner autumn. So generally, this is like one of my times of my cycle currently that I definitely seed cycle. I don't seed cycle every day, but when I'm in my inner autumn, I love to make this particular seed cycle mix. And I have a recipe for this because it's got a little bit of cacao in it. It's got some dried fruit in it. It's got certain herbs and spices in it and I actually blend this up. So it's kind of like a meal and I sprinkle it over certain types of food. And I have this recipe available inside the Well Women Academy, along with other ways you can use seed cycling 
too. Now, sunflower seeds, let's talk about that. They contain nutrients like iron, which is really supportive for estrogen detoxification. So if you are experiencing excess estrogen, this can sometimes shorten your luteal phase, but we want to be able to let the liver or support the liver in reducing the excess estrogen. Now, if you haven't listened to episode 93, just the previous episode to this episode, we talked with Fran Dargaville all about, we as in you and I, right? We talked to Fran about estrogen and hormones and the liver health and detoxification. Well, you see, when we are looking at estrogen dominance and we're looking at detoxifying excess estrogen, we need good liver genes and magnesium to actually support this. Now, when we can do that, this overall can help support purity cramps and it supports healthy prostaglandin levels. So don't worry about the fancy word, just know that sunflower seeds are very supportive with iron and also estrogen dominance in your body. Now, additionally, they also are a great source of calcium, and this has been shown too to also contribute to balancing your moods potentially and any other signs of PMS, premenstrual challenges. All in all, sunflower seeds are fantastic, and I think even just adding them into your salads can be good, but for specifically, can't even get my S's out today. Specifically, <laughs> seed cycling is fantastic. If you do it on a daily basis with those one to two tablespoons of seeds every single day. All right. Now let's get into how and what you need to do to start seed cycling. Like what do you actually need to be able to seed cycle? So the first thing you need to do is track your cycle. If you're not doing this already, please start tracking your cycle. If you're using an app, great start. Now let's move over to that written tracker. If you've never used a written tracker, let's keep that simple. Head over to my website, wellsome.com, or go to my Instagram, wellsome underscore Gemma Lee, and look at the link in my bio. You will find my Love Your Cycle free guide. It comes with video series on actually how to use your written tracker. That's the first step. The next step is patience. You need to know that it's important to have patience with this process because it can be sometimes challenging if you've never done it before to remember taking one to two teaspoons of this particular seed and then grind them up. You might do that in a muslin pesto or you might actually do that in like a mini blender, but grinding it up and then putting it on your food and that can be on or in your food in some way, shape or form. Patience is needed for that. Really important. The next thing you need is your seeds. <laughs> you need your seeds. So you need to have a supply of sesame seeds and sunflower seeds for the second half of our cycle and flax seeds, all in seeds, and pumpkin seeds for the first half of your cycle. In general, if you just get enough of or all four of them in the same quantity and just keep them in jars in your pantry like I do, you can just go and like make a make a batch at a time. So what I actually recommend is when it comes to days 1 and day 14 of your cycle, I like to when I start menstruating, if I am seed cycling on a daily basis, I like to just get a cup of each of the seeds and grind them together and pop them in a jar. That's basically might even be it might not even be a full cup, but that will be enough for me for that first two weeks of my cycle. Ideally, it's best to grind your seeds for a week at a time to keep them fresh. And by keeping them fresh, it actually helps you make sure that you've got good active enzymes and nutrients available in that food too. So you can also then do that for the second half of your cycle 
when you start running out of the first lot of seeds, just transition and start blending or grinding up. It takes less than three minutes to do this. Um, grind it up and store it in a jar and you can either pop it in the fridge if you live in a very, very, very humid environment or you can pop it in, um, in a pantry or a cupboard and store it that way too. And ladies, that is all you need to get started in seed cycling. It's very easy. If you want to go a little bit further, what you could do is take your written tracker and put it on the fridge to remind you where you are in your cycle. Um, if you forget about taking your seeds because you're new to doing this, it's kind of like taking good quality nutritional products, you know, which is something else that I recommend doing on a daily basis on top of seed cycling, is set an alarm to remind yourself, oh, don't forget to take my seeds today. Um, so let's now share about how I like to take my seeds and how I like to consume them. So one of the ways I love to um, use my second half, my luteal phased seeds, so sunflower and sesame seeds, is I'll sprinkle this in a salad. I definitely love that. Sometimes I'll make pancakes for breakfast and I can sprinkle the seeds from either part of my cycle on the top with maybe a little bit of honey and some coconut yogurt. Um, I love my buckwheat pancakes, by the way. There's a recipe and a how-to video on how to make those inside the Well Woman Academy. In fact, inside the Academy group, um, my signature membership platform around cycle health, that's ongoing support. I have recipes and how-to videos on how to make food for each of the four phases of your cycle. Yes, I'm very serious about helping you know what to eat when you're in your cycle at different phases. Now, the other way that you can use your seeds is you can sprinkle it on, say, a smoothie bowl or you can pop it into a smoothie. I do recommend making sure that you've got it at room temperature at least. Um, I'm not a huge fan on having super cold things because it dampens your digestive system and your agni, your digestive fire. But definitely adding in your seeds to um, your breakfast is generally the most common way that women like to do that. You can also use these seeds in crusting. So if I was cooking a fillet of fish, you know, I could crust the fist, fish, not the fist, the fish with these types of seeds too. So there's a number of different ways you can use seeds in the seed cycling method to support your, your health, but also to how you can consume them. And I wanted to just basically give you a wrap today in this episode about what seed cycling is, how you can use it for your health and how it can potentially benefit your cycle health too. So I'll just give you a final recap is that you can start seed cycling at any time. Yes, the first two seeds of your cycle are flax seeds and pumpkin seeds, one to two teaspoons of each raw, ideally grind them up, better for digestion. And then the second half of our phase of our cycle is one to two teaspoons of ground sunflower and sesame seeds. Now, if you try this yourself, I would love for you to take a photo and share it on Instagram and tag me in at wellsome underscore Gemily. I would love to see that. And if you have any questions, be sure to head over to my Instagram or my website and shoot me a message. I love hearing from you all. Of course, you can always join the Love Your Cycle Sisterhood group or come over and be a member inside the Wellwood Academy and learn more about your menstrual cycle and get a pretty funny insight into my approach to cycle living and one, using food to help balance your cycle. That's a wrap for me. Have an amazing day, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. And I'll be seeing you in the next episode for episode 95. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? 
Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag Well Women Podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle. 